Hi, I'm Peter Keegan. And I'm Laura Boswell. And over there, we've got the talented Mr B doing our sound. Want to take the leap and become a working artist? The sort that actually gets to make art and pay the bills at the same time? We are both that sort of artist and we'll help you become one too. So on this episode, Peter, we're going to be looking at the world of social media and how it can be a useful tool for the working artist and how to explore that platform and use it to your best advantage. So let's start with the basics. What is social media? Ah, I feel that's such a massive question. <laughs> what is social media? It's it's this vast, invisible machine, isn't it? That it sort is. of people, billions of people all over the world are kind of connecting and uh, connecting with each other. Now, I think it's important to say that I am not a social media expert and I know you're you not You don't have either. to be though, do you? Because no, we're both all. fluent users of social media and yet um, we know virtually nothing about I Well, I know nothing about computers. <laughs> we're utilising it very well despite not knowing what we're doing. And But I think that's, hopefully that's reassuring that you don't need to know everything. This You don't need to be sort of a fully trained subscriber to any of these platforms. You should just give it a go and start and, and learn on the job, which is what most people do, to be honest. So you but, don't need to be an expert to use it. But you do need to cherry pick um, platforms that are useful and that will work for your business as an artist, don't you? So how would you go about that? Well, I think let's let's break down kind of what it is, mm. you know. So social media is this way for people to interact. And it's a community. It's a digital community for people to share and, and comment and, and, and to communicate with each other. And there are lots of different platforms out there that allow you to do this. Yeah. Some are visual, some are auditory, and, and some are just text. Now... I don't know about you, but as a visual artist, I tend to steer slightly towards the more visual uh, platforms because, oh, of course, it allows so. me yes. to yes, showcase yes. My, my visual work. And I suppose it's up to you as, as an artist to decide which platform best mm. suits, I suppose, the way you work, not just the way you produce art, but the way you use technology. You know, are you, a, yes. are you all over computers? Do you mm. uh, just use a smartphone or do you not use any of those and, and just a laptop or something? So identifying what the different social media sites are and, and playing around with them. So, I mean, there's everything, isn't there, from there's Facebook, uh, which I think is one of the biggest. I think Facebook and Instagram, I think, are the biggest yes, social I media platforms so. They're globally. They're the two that I use. Yeah, and I think they are linked. I think Facebook owns Instagram as well. Mm. They are kind of connected. But there's also uh, Twitter, um, there's, there's Pinterest and, and WhatsApp and so many other, other as, yeah. others out there. A lot of it will depend on your age, of course, which you're using. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's Snapchat and, and all these other things for the, for the younger generation. The younger kids, <laughs> the younger, uh, younger kids, even yeah. to me, little baby. Um, and and that it can be intimidating but you don't have to spread yourself too thin do you it was I would say it's better to stick with a couple and be consistent than mm-hmm. it is to try and embrace everything and only post once in a while yeah you, you, you just climb one mountain at, at a time and you know you once you get your teeth into it or once you sort of I suppose get familiar with this this social media site that you happen to use mm. if you feel that you can take the challenge and add another one to your kind of portfolio then so be it but if it just happens to be the one then that's absolutely fine no one's expecting you to to sort of utilize all of them but I think it's a very good idea to have at least one I know when I was when I was starting out one of the things that I did do was that I spoke to fellow artists and I spoke to people at my open studios and found out what they were using because you do want to know what your demographics using yeah so that they see your work yeah and Um, I like I I suppose that is your community isn't it it is yeah. You've linked to your, you know, community of a face-to-face community and finding out how they exist in the digital virtual community. Well, it helped me narrow things down and made me feel like uh, investing my time in learning how to use a, 
a particular platform was worthwhile. Mm. I wasn't just shouting into the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the difference of using social media for professional reasons and personal or sort of being private uh, reasons. So, I mean, a good example is how I started using, I think the first social media site I used was Facebook about Mm. 15 years ago. And I think only two or three years after it was sort of created and invented. And the reason I chose uh, that platform uh, was because I went traveling around the world and I went to America and Australia. That's where I started Mm. dipping my toes into kind of teaching uh, uh, and and leading workshops. And the reason I did it is because I was able to share photos of my travels and that I was safe and sound with all my friends and family who, who, to find out what I was up to so, and, and that was using it as a sort of yeah. a private thing and I still use it today to keep in touch with you know family yeah, you relatives see, I, don't, I don't use social media for my family at all I tend to use it as a working tool how do you, how do you keep in touch with your family then do you, do you write to them or no I ignore them you ignore your family <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's not true that's what but we're yeah, doing I, I very much look at my Facebook and Instagram accounts as a working tool, which is yeah. not to say that I don't uh, show things from my life, because mm. one of the nuggets about using social media is that people really want to buy into your lifestyle as an artist. Yeah, there's it's sort of I suppose back to the, it's kind of the brand, isn't it? As we talked in a previous episode, it's the sort of the brand identity of your as you as an artist, and people. Some people want to see that, and some artists are happy to give that. Others aren't. You don't yeah. have to do that, but. Social media gives you the opportunity to do that. Absolutely. Well, I think one thing I would say is that you have to get over being photographed because (laughs) it it makes a big difference if people can see your face, see who you are. You know, I think so many people, they, they don't want to be photographed and... Part of being an artist is showing you're working or showing um, who you are and what you're doing. You're selling a, a, a brand and that brand is you. I think it makes you real as well. It makes it ma- you real. It makes you real that this is done by a person. And look, there is the person. I can see this yeah. person. I think I'm always, yeah, I always seem to feel a bit curious of when I can't see the face of the no. artist. I'm like, well, who is doing it? Is it really a person? Is it, is it a company, an organisation or something? I, I'm a bit, I suppose I'm a bit more sceptical sometimes if I can't. Well, yes, I think also um, I find with art shows and when I'm teaching, if people have seen your face on social media, yeah, they feel yeah. much more comfortable about coming up to you and hi, oh, and yeah, there course, you are. Yeah. And and you're nice making yourself you. approachable, aren't you? Yeah, totally. So it's, it's, you can keep, you can have social media as a personal thing and you can have it as a professional thing. You can keep them separate or you can just have it as, as, as a professional. But I, I would... I'm very cautious about mixing the two. I don't put photographs of my dinner or family holidays on no, my work no, that's platform. No, professional. And, and vi- likewise, I don't put all my work-related stuff on my private thing because, you know, I yeah. don't want to sort of it's keep wor- going on actually, about that. Actually, it's worth giving your family and friends a head up when you do this because it's inappropriate for them. You know, there are sort of personal stuff that you wouldn't want appearing in your work uh, social media. So do yeah. do warn your mum. Yes, yeah, yeah. You can... <laughs> Have Sunday roast sort of uh, weekend visits arranged and the private thing not on yes, the, your exactly. public sort of it's, platform. It's important. I'm you don't this, have to be perfect, but it's it's boring for people yeah. to see your family. I think I remember explaining to sort of, uh, my grandma about this that <laughs> it was a bit. I, I sort of explained it's like a pin board where I'm sort of putting up messages and she's putting up messages. I said, but just be careful because everyone else is reading yes, these exactly. messages. It's not exactly. just between you and me. This is yes. a, this is a wide ranging public uh, platform that everyone's looking into. Well, we did talk a little bit about this in the episode we discussed on the artist persona 
And I think it's worth remembering that your professional persona really does extend to social media. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 an opportunity to really showcase your artistic voice because if you're, you know, certainly writing text about what you're doing or why you're doing it or here's what I'm up to, mm. that is you, your professional voice that you need to keep professional. You need yes. to keep it consistent. It needs yes. to be authentically you. Whereas you can be a bit more uh, naturally you when you're on your uh, personal uh, platform. But keeping it authentic is important. So do you feel that you are aiming your posts at a particular audience when you write on social media? I... I sort of imagine who I'm talking to. I mm. think it pays to sort of, you know, just imagine you're talking to a group of three people. I think that's a mm. good marketing strategy anyway. Try not to talk to just hundreds and thousands. It kind of it makes yes, it less generic. Yes, I sort of imagine the friend that I'm chatting to or yeah. maybe the student that I'm talking to. Um, and I try to keep things quite sort of friendly and intimate rather than broadcasting to the nation. And I yeah, think that's yeah. quite You're important. You're not talking about yourself in the third person or something like that. I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I think it's it's good to sort of, I suppose you need to ask yourself, if you're going to be using social media, what are you using it for? Yeah. Are you using it as a as a virtual gallery and that's it? You're just putting your finished pictures up and that mm-hmm. is it. And that's, that's one way of doing it. Are you giving... Um, an insight into your ways of working as well as your finished work. So here's how you're doing things, a slice of life in, mm. in the studio. Are you looking to engage with galleries? You know, are you using it a bit more as a hard networking tool to connect mm. with artists and galleries? I mean, it can be all these things at once. And it well. can be all those things at you once. Know, just so it, how you identify, and I think if you identify, uh, I suppose, your, your market and what you want to get out of it, that will then help you determine which social media platform is the right platform. So identifying the market's one thing, but what really works then Well, in terms of posts? I think, so let's let's be specific. Let's let's talk about visual posts because, you know, yes. we're, vis- we're visual artists and we know lots of you out there are, you know, making things and you want to be sharing that. So photos are crucial photos are the bedrock you know there's there's so much evidence out people there don't read text no they engage so they with, engage with a picture and, and good quality pictures you know we don't have you don't have to get a huge expensive digital slr camera you can just use you know a camera phone but just taking good shots that are well lit that aren't grainy and poor quality or but also blurry. imaginative eye-catching yeah is important and they don't just have to be of your work people will be interested to see the tools the techniques oh, yeah, the yeah, studio yeah. i get i get so much sort of um, interaction from those people who they're just fascinated to see how i'm mixing colors on a palette and it's yeah. quite often it's the mundane things you don't realize that well, are there's interesting there's beauty but, in that kind yeah. of thing i quite often post pictures of you know my my inking up stand you know where yeah. there's there's a tumble of inks it's, yeah, it's yeah. very very pretty i love it when i see photographs of all your wood shavings yeah exactly just, and i just think it's it's yeah. a visually beautiful thing Yes. And of course, it's something that you view, it's just a waste product, but it's just, it's part of the visual richness that is your artistic practice. And I'm, I'm aware that I have these sort of big mounds of mm. paint on my mm. palette. They're sort of like stalagmites slowly growing. And for me, it's yeah, just wasted great, dry those, paint, but yeah. people kind of get quite excited by that. They so, do. you know, that's, I suppose that's what we call visual content. That's the visual information that you can put out there for people well, to engage with and to you know, interact with. Well, I think when I'm writing a post, I always imagine that the photo that I'm posting is the front of the postcard and that I'm writing on the back of the postcard with a fat pen. And that keeps me the writing minimal yeah. and the picture everything. Yes, because sometimes I've, I've seen examples where... Um, people are getting a little bit lectury, a bit heavy with the yeah, text. Yeah, I think and of you course, have to watch that. You know, I think the, 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 the way social media has been designed, it's quick. 
Yes. You, people flick through it very quickly. And if it's eye-catching, they'll engage yeah. with it. If it's waffly and boring and dull, they'll just move on and they won't give your post a sort of second notice. That said, if you're explaining how you've done something, people will read it. And that brings me on to the importance of being generous with sharing. It doesn't mean giving away all your secrets, but you do need to share with your audience. So what sort of things do you share on your platforms? Well, I share all sorts of things. Mainly, um, I let people follow my work as it develops. And I think that's quite important. People love the soap opera of an artist's life. You're very good at that on yours as well. They like watching work in progress. I'm quite happy to be photographs. I'm well over the fact that I don't always look great in photographs. (laughs) And that doesn't matter on social media. It's okay not to be perfect. I think it's, it's nice for people to see the effort and the work that goes behind producing a, a work of art. It's not just yeah. something that just happens instantly. Sometimes it takes weeks, months, even years to produce. And, and by allowing them that insight, I think gives them a greater appreciation. But and also it sells work. I really? sell work through social media quite often. And people always say, oh, I watched that print from day one. I yeah. watched it develop. I fell in love with it and I had to have it. So it's not that they're part of the, the yeah, it sounds totally. cliche, but part of the journey and part yeah, of the story. Absolutely. Of the creation of it. Absolutely. No, I, I use it as well. I'm quite. Um, I do. I like doing time lapses of what yeah, I do. Yeah, so I, I, you know, great. So it's me working really quickly, and I often use it as almost like a teaching tool. Yeah. So when I'm doing workshops, I'll tell people well, if you look on my website mm. or my social media page, you can see what I do, and it sort of just really helps that learning and. And again, I've picked up commissions mm. because people have seen it and have made them realise, oh, it doesn't take long. Or actually, you know, they, they're charmed by the process and the they magic are, of it. And, yeah. and they kind of want a bit of it. Absolutely. And also, I'm always, uh, with the students' permission, I share students' work. And I think that's important because it shows people what they can learn at a course, but also that people are trying um, different ways of working and it's OK to be experimental. So let's talk about sort of interactivity because mm. one of the major um, components of social media is that word social. It in- requires interactivity between you and Yeah, it's not just about you. posting no. and walking away, You've is got it? to give something and, and, and get a little back and, and it's about responding and, and, and I suppose sort of being there to answer questions. Yes, because you, yes, your work will throw out questions and you do need to respond to questions. You can't just ignore the comment column below. Yeah. And I think it's, it's important to remind ourselves that it, uh, social media works better for you the mm. more you use it. And if you're interacting, the social media you know, mechanism will, will, will the sort of algorithms, that's it, they'll recognise that you're using it and they'll put your posts higher yes. and they'll send more people yes, to look at no it. Yes, there's no point doing the odd post once exactly. every fortnight. Yeah, if you're yeah. using it in a dormant capacity, yeah. people won't reach, it won't reach people and it won't reach an audience. So just by simply responding people when they say they like it, they work or if they ask you a question, by socialising with them, yes. you're actually doing yourself a huge favour yes. and allowing your post to be seen by more people. So how often do you post, Peter? I try, I suppose per week, I try and post at least three times a week. And I, I don't mm. set that as a hard rule. You know, I don't think, mm. oh gosh, what am I going to post today? Mm. Um, sometimes sort of things just happen. Mm. Um, and sometimes I'll post a lot more regularly than that. I'll post yeah. you know, sometimes once a day, sometimes even more if I'm kind of in mm. the middle of something. I think, oh, that's really good. Mm. Um, what I, uh, I'm, I'm better at sort of saving posts, if you like. So if something really interesting happened, I think, oh, yes. that's a lovely thing I'd like to share on my social media platform. But I only posted something this morning. I might save that for 
tomorrow or when I'm oh, on the day you're very different from me then because I just like post like crazy all the <laughs> I yeah I tend to just um, post as and when yeah and I would guess that I'll have the odd day when I don't post something but most days I post at least once maybe three or four times it depends what I'm working on it's it can be a bit of a monster of a machine and you, you mm. get to choose when you feed it you know you mm. shouldn't feel a slave to constantly put information no you it. have to be really careful about that I do it because I've just seen something and bang it's up there very quick and um that's great and I, that doesn't impede on my work yeah yeah but then i don't i try never to sort of sit there then scrolling through and checking i have a notification if somebody's commented so that i can just check if there's a question that needs answering mm. but do try not to be addicted to social media you can so easily yeah. fall down the wormhole of checking constantly it can keep you glued to the screen and ironically i mean it's supposed to it can be used as a really inspiring tool by seeing what some great artists and makers around the world are doing and that can be very inspiring but it can also be a little bit intimidating oh god look oh that's good oh i'm not doing anything as good as that and sometimes if you use it in an unhealthy way it can have a sort of a detrimental effect on your work i think yes and also bear in mind that as soon as you're reaching a global audience and people are looking at your work you're going to get the old hurtful comment or thoughtless comment and um perhaps a good idea to listen to our podcast on taking criticism yeah because that will come up yeah and sort of developing that thick skin because if you are putting yourself out there you know you are putting yourself in front of a a global audience people all over the world will be interested potentially looking what you're doing and they may have opinions and some will like it and some won't and and also it's it's a a typed up medium it's not like you're speaking to the person so it's easy to misunderstand or miss i think the biggest tip that i would give is never bang out a response immediately if something upsets you or you feel it's negative give it a couple of hours before you or respond. even sleep on it and look or at it, sleep the next on it. Day, yeah, yeah totally you have to be professional yeah i remember you can control things like your notifications and mm. sort of alerts because you know these the, the phones and tablets and computers are very good at saying look at me now look at me now which i mean i find very distracting sometimes yeah. i want to get on and work in the studio and i don't want my phone to be keep irritating mm. me so i turn it all off and I choose to use social media when I choose to look at it, not when it tells me I should be looking at it. I always make sure that I'm you know, responding to all the yeah. the, the the information, but the it's a tool. requests. It doesn't but it, it's you. back to that. It's 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 a it's a professional tool, and there's a time in the day or the working week where I'll sit down and dedicate a little bit of time mm. to it. Um, I won't let it kind of fully invade. No, partly because it just takes away my artistic practice, and and it would just it's just too much of a distraction. I mean, it's too shiny, it's too interesting, and it's too exciting, and. Yeah. I can. I found myself before scrolling through, and I've been sat for like an hour to oh, more, and I've hadn't done anything because I'm just looking at what everyone else is doing. Yeah, it's that's important, I think. And the other thing is being consistent about how you present yourself, isn't it? I mean, I like we said in the artist persona, I try to be upbeat, I try to be friendly and approachable. And I will willingly share mistakes, but it's a really bad idea to use it as a platform to moan on oh, and gosh, to no, complain. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all back to kind of keep it professional. You want to share the highs, you can share the lows, but it's it's sort of almost sort of turning a twisting on a putting a twist on a bad situation, isn't it? Yeah. So if you're going to share a low, yeah. show how you got out of that low. Yeah. Don't just complain about it and turn it into a positive. I think it all goes back into that healthy use of social media because hmm. sometimes. 
it can be all about life is perfect. Look at me. Life is wonderful. I've sold another thing. And it isn't like that That's not at reality. All. And people want reality. They don't want this glossy picture. They want to actually feel like you're a real person and that they see your life from all angles. I so think. if you, you know, sharing where a, a work of art goes wrong or mm. you didn't get the gallery or the, the competition mm. or the exhibition or your mm. pencil snapped or whatever it may be, <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. it's fine to sort of, you know, just to Make share. Make a joke it. of it yeah. or... You don't have to, of course. You, you, you have complete control in yeah. your brand and your marketing. Mm. But at the end of the day, that is content. And I think it's healthy content yeah. to say life isn't always roses, mm. Things go well and sometimes things don't. And that's just that's just a normal, healthy part of life. And what, what it is, I suppose, the reality of what it is to be an artist, because it isn't always going to be plain sailing. No. And while we would both, I'm sure, like it all to be about us, social media is also about shining a light on other artists. It is. It's. it's I suppose um, I'm aware that if I'm expecting people to like and to say nice things and to buy my work, well, I also have to be a customer myself. I have to interact and, and, and comment. So I'm I'm very conscious to do that, to find, you know, when I see an artist, I think, oh, wow, I love that. I will send them a message saying, I think that's fantastic. And of course, when I receive similar types of comments from other artists, mm. particularly artists I've got a lot of mm. respect for and admiration for, you know, I, it's a real lift. It's a real joy it when is. someone, you know, and one of your heroes. And it's networking as well, isn't it? Yeah. Having that kind of um, commenting on other artists' work and growing that contact yeah. is I, very useful. And it's 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 part of the network, the social network. You know, you are, mm. it's, it's uh, one of the lovely things about social media is that suddenly you're not alone. Mm as an artist mm. because it can be incredibly lonely being an artist yeah. you know stuck in, in a studio Absolutely. or you're at your kitchen table and it's just you and your thoughts yeah. and you're busy doing whatever it is you do but there are you know millions and millions of other artists like mm. you out there and they're just a click away and a message away and I've made some great friends through social media some I have never met and I probably never will and some mm. I have met because that sort of relationship has started through social media because of a shared mutual uh, enjoyment and passion on something that we we share together. And, and also it's worth bearing in mind that the relationship might turn out to be with a gallery as well. Galleries yeah. use them and um, it's, it's quite possible that you can win yourself galleries and sales through social media. So do make the most of it. Yeah, it keeps you... Um, it kind of gives you credibility, I find. It kind of makes you relevant. I mean, mm. if someone was to, um, you know, put your name into a search engine, by the very nature of you being on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, mm. all these things, mm. you're naturally going to sort of go higher up in, in kind of the Google ratings. It's sort of, it's another platform in which you exist in. So you must be real. You must be credible. You must be professional. If you kind of don't have anything, then you're a little bit more elusive. You're you're certainly harder to get hold yes. of. And, and I think... I think, sorry, galleries and suppliers are interested in social media. And I think we both have um, deals that we've done with suppliers based on social media. Not that we're paid to sponsor products or anything like that, but you'll be, I mean, I've been sent things to test and yeah. there's a kind of interactivity with suppliers that comes yeah. Having a and, and it goes hand in hand, you know, if you if you find, uh, yeah, a material or brand or manufacturer mm. or way of working particularly useful, you, you're sharing that out. They might pick that up and say, yeah. brilliant, we'd like to, you know, invest in you. Or if anything, they might shine a spotlight on you for just those few milliseconds, which will just... Totally. Give you more followers, give you more likes, which who knows, it might give you more sales or just that little bit of extra credibility that you're you're seeking for. And it's you've got to use it. You've got to be proactive in using it because if you don't, you'll get nothing out of it. Totally. 
So, Laura, before we go and take a selfie of us sort of doing this podcast <laughs> and, and putting it all over social media, um, what are the important takeaways from this episode? So my takeaway for this episode is to see social media as a working tool. And remember, it gets you in front of a worldwide audience. I treat my social media as a virtual working studio where I invite people in to see my life and my work as it develops as an artist. And it's a terrific tool. So don't be shy of embracing it. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can catch up with the stuff we've covered during this episode in our show notes at askanartistpodcast.com. Remember, subscribing to the show and leaving us a five-star review is a huge help and keeps us helping you. 